Hello, everyone. It's Saint Le Bousset, but it's your girl Amber, emo black girl, aka Amy Depressants, aka Dualoxetina Knowles, aka Savoy's partner in thought. And today we have such a special, special, special episode that I'm so, so excited about. And Savoy's really nervous about because he's letting go of control. He surrendered the bussy to me. So, uh, um, this is our special bonus episode and it is entitled Holiday Heart. Uh, and Holiday Heart is, you know, I, first of all, I've seen it so many times on BET and um, I saw it as an adult recently and it was actually good. Like I've always laughed at it because I was just like, this seems so damn dumb. But and then also the little black girl had braids and that's exactly how I look like as a child, y'all. Like I look just like homegirl from Holiday Heart as a baby. And um, but I, I saw it as a an adult and it was just actually really profound and they did a really really good job about talking about black gay issues there was also a really cool like um scene with like a black gay couple and you know we don't see that a lot so um I, I just love Holiday Heart Ving Rhames did his thing Alfre Woodard did her thing you know she was a crackhead and um you know we all know that gif uh where she just dancing um and it's it's beautiful it's actually a really beautiful and well done film and you know director robert townsend did it too nominated for a golden globe for alfrey woodard i just wikipedia that shit yeah so um it's a dope ass movie and i forgot that it's like a holiday movie too so um so yeah, so we have a really special episode. I have a guest co-host in the building. Y'all know him. Y'all really, he's already been on the show before. Is Michael fucking Arsenal, author of the critically acclaimed New York Times bestseller, I Can't Date Jesus. That is an intro. Thank you, wait. A.K.A. Slim Shady, A.K.A. Young Cynic, A.K.A. No Nigga. That was not me on that app. If you read my book, y'all got fleas. Back off. A.K.A. I don't think I get my dick wet enough to go wet enough to ghost host this, but I'm gonna try. Pray for me. You know what? How did I do? You did amazing because I was almost on the floor. I wanted to live up to you. I'm really trying not to let you down. (laughs) (laughs) Neither one of you down. And also, your voice is everything. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you. If I had even the slightest interest in vagina, I'd be, you know. That was a big compliment, trust me. Thank you. Thank you. I know it was. Yeah. I know it was. I think only Rihanna's vagina can be on my face. You know, that makes sense. Same, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Same. We've already bonded. Yes. I am very happy to be here. Yes. Rihanna over Beyonce? Beyonce's sacred. Yeah, Beyonce's mother. Like, it's like weird to me. I'm sure her vagina is like the Beyonce vaginas, Mm -hmm. but because she has a certain place in my life, Mm. I just kind of like... My lord and gyrator, I can't do it. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. I agree, actually. I definitely agree. Okay, so boy, shut your ass up, okay? Number one, wait till we introduce your ass before you speak, okay? But uh, this is a special episode where we are going to uh, know about a lot of fun facts about our favorite, favorite Le Bousset. Uh And, uh, you know, he's an entertainment publicist. He's my friend of over a decade at this point. Um, he is just really the love of my life, for real. I love him so much. Oh, I love that. Yeah, for real, for real. And 
emotional terrorist, but learning. <laughs> I called somebody an emotional terrorist the other day. Really? Why? We had bonded again. Why did you call them an emotional terrorist? Because that nigga be fucking with my feelings. Oh, yes. That's since, what... since the 90s. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> no, wait. I forgot I talked too much. Um... <laughs> Damn, I feel that, though. I have an emotional terrorist ex. He's my Frank Ocean letter, so we're not really actually involved. I'll explain mm. that later. That um, incon- what is he? What was his turn of phrase? Forrest Gump. That French. <laughs> it was like peculiar friendship. Yes. Got you. Mm. Mm. Okay. Well, Frank like Beckman, I'd be on him. I've already started. I'm sorry. Keep well, <laughs> do you do you think he likes black girls? Actually, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I could see that. But what? Okay, you know what? We won't go there. All right, Savoy, introduce yourself. Hi, um, <laughs> I'm Savoy, your head doctress. Um, not this time though. Um, top five pussy dead or alive. <laughs> this is so weird doing this. All my- I'm like in the guest chair. Um, top five pussy dead or alive. The essence of label say Cardi B, fat bitch pussy. Um, the number one thigh ally. Um, the head doctress, and um, I am the guest bussy today. So mm-hmm. The head doctress and the top dot ally. The number one dot ally. Number and the undisputed bussy champion. I forgot that one. That was yeah. So, Trina with a bussy. Or do you I, see yourself a little... I'm like a mix of like... I would like to think it was a little bit of like Trina with little Kim. I, oh, I see with Kim some Rih- Jones. Yeah, with some Rihanna in there. You I know, think you have crossover. Pussy. Yeah, I'm I, so yeah, sorry. yeah. I didn't want you to <laughs> come on. Ah, 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 ah. Come on, crossover pussy. Yeah, I've actually never said pussy <laughs> this much in my life. So. Y'all, y'all turning me out a different way. Come on, crossover pussy. Matter of <laughs> fact, new Twitter name. <laughs> crossover pussy. A word. Yes, I have crossover pussy. Okay. Welcome to your show. Thank you. <laughs> Thank y'all for having me. Uh huh. Okay, so I'm. Okay, yeah, you can so go ahead. Um, bussy pep talks. We're going to see how many times. If I were playing a drinking game, I'd already be dead. Um, <laughs> where we're going to list one reason why we love and are proud of ourselves in 2018. Guest of honor, host of show. In 2018? Oh. Yeah, this is a holiday episode, y'all. So we we doing this right around the end of the year. <laughs> okay. Um, wow. I guess I am proud of myself because... Um, this week, I really, things became clear. And I think part of what I understand now is that I've kind of, in the last couple of years, because they felt like cranes cranes in the sky. <laughs> yeah. I tried to sleep it away. I tried to pray it away. Ooh. I even tried to change it with my hair. Literally, I went blonde. <laughs> um, oh, I do remember you. Yes, it was, it was, it was very short-lived. Yeah, it was a look. It was short-lived. Um I am in the process of reconditioning myself. I think I've been very negative and I've been almost attached. I've gotten so attached to the trauma Mm -hmm. that I wasn't able to kind of see the positive. So currently I am working on being more positive and really just kind of stepping into because I think I have the tendency. One of my best friends, Edwin, told me. Um, the other day that I am extremely hard-headed when it comes to my growth and my healing. Mm-hmm. And I've been kind of like kicking and screaming to a certain degree, like really not wanting to 
even though like I'm like there and I'm being better, which is why Amber called me emotional terrorist on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm doing better, but then I still want to hold on to certain old ways of being. And I'm finally realizing I have to let them all go, even though those have been like, I think, you know, to a certain degree of comfort. My trauma had almost became my comfort blanket. You should be mm-hmm. really proud of that. Yeah. I think the thing I believe in having your feelings is just the, the settling in them. Yes. Because when you settle in them, you end up in that space and it's very hard to get out of it because it can be a lot more mm-hmm. comforting because you're used to it and it just... Cause growth takes a while so i understand that's that's really dope Mm -hmm. amber yes oh okay um so i love you i love you too (laughs) i let go of that trauma blanket in 2019 um that's what we doing burnt (laughs) i'm starting burning (laughs) actually i'm right now i'm putting the 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 liquor on the um yes that's what we doing the the alcohol (laughs) um i i think I'm really proud of myself in 2018 is because I has I have like five main goals that I want wanted to do and I feel like I've at least accomplished one of those goals so far and uh, that was to uh, produce for a late night show and I did that. Yeah. Uh, I also directed my first piece which was really lit. Y'all should actually go look at it. It's um about black women fighting against sexual harassment since the dawn of time um me too is not the the first time y'all and tarana burke is a legend also yes she is Um, and so i'm really really proud of that and i'm i'm proud that i'm getting a little bit more into my career but one thing that i do want for 2019 is for me to allow myself to be more proud of myself and also just like say it you know what I'm saying like I need to say exactly what I want to do I am a director I am a producer I am good at all of those things and you know a lot of times like especially like as marginalized people like I always see like these white boys and they just always be loud and wrong and sometimes I'm like I'm quiet and right and i need to stop being quiet and right we all need the confidence of an unqualified white man exactly so i for 2019 <laughs> 2019 that's what i'm trying to do is have that confidence and just like you know just step into my you know bad bitch dumb yeah i love that mm-hmm. um I, I think i'm most i mean i'm most proud of the the book but it's not like the the book itself it's just this idea that um it's it's i actually got the person i just called an emotional terrorist also at the same time said something really in trying to convince me to not to your like poo poo on everything and it's not to, mm-hmm. like it's not being ungrateful it's just kind of knowing that it look things look nice but there's still a lot of other mess happening and i think mm-hmm. i need to learn to just focus on the positive parts and i'm like Mm. better but not there but overall i'll say i'm proud of myself because i stuck to my guns the Mm -hmm. book is exactly what i wanted um i've said it repeatedly but it's true if i had done things differently i would have gotten more money up front it would have came sooner it would have been the right thing but i did the right thing and i think regardless of what's happening in the interim one thing that comforts me is that it's opening so many different opportunities and it's, it's I stuck to my guns. I did what I wanted to do. I was very honest to my vision and what I wanted to write with some compromises um, and more so just out of respect to people, not necessarily compromising my like integrity or my art. And yeah, things are happening. And I'm really, I'm proud of that because I took risks. Like I worried about alienating my mom and she's not happy about it, but I did the right thing. And it's so many people that like moved by what I wrote and that's so humbling. 
And one thing I need to remind myself when I get in my funk is to be happy that I've actually made a real impact because that's what I've always said I wanted to do. So mm. I need to stand in when I actually own it. Yes. And yes. a bonus, Mariah Carey acknowledging I'm alive. <laughs> Which is amazing. Yes. Um, Come on, Mariah. Now, that is, is a poor... No, it's a great segue for a skinny legend. Um, we are going to the <laughs> eat portion. Yes. And we are going to share one food you, that instantly reminds us of the holidays. I, I'm not as... I'm, Cornbread dressing for me. Savoy, what are you? I was going to say dressing. Thank you for saying dressing and not stuffing. I argue with a woman oh, yeah. about who, who, it. Who, who, who said stuffing? Some northern person. That? Yeah, northern nice woman, say. but talk like a northern beach. She was like, what you, you, what you call it? I was like, say it. I was like, you call it stuffing, but it's dressing. She was ready to go. We don't. I don't talk to people who say stuffing because I don't yeah. know what the fuck stuffing is. I just know dressing. It's and that's made with cornbread. Yes. And it's made with you know with some bread added. You know, little pieces of bread. And you know, um, I, I made my best batch. It was really good. <laughs> I made my best batch this Thanksgiving or whatever. Let me find out you making cornbread. Right, dressing. right. <laughs> I did it. I did it. Sis was cute. She was a real cute was girl. Real cute next to gorgeous. Cute you know. All right, stunning. <laughs> my mom. My mom's is gorgeous but my sister she's a real cute she real cute okay she not she like she like bad girl rihanna Oh, yeah, okay. she's not full blown Fenty Rihanna but yet, but she, but she, you see the potential. You're like, oh, cute cusses. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. come on, number one hit, <laughs> <laughs> Amber. How about a round of applause? Oh, oh, I didn't know I was there. Okay, uh, I would actually say cranberry sauce. I do love me some cranberry sauce, even in the can. I'm so ghetto. Y'all. I've actually never had that. Really? Wait, so you don't put cranberry sauce on your dressing? Mm-mm. Oh yeah, no, that's how the only way I eat it. I've never had it like that. Mm-hmm. That's how I know it's the holidays. Because I feel like you can have dressing. I mean, dressing is definitely a holiday meal. But, like, I've had dressing outside of holidays for mm-hmm. some reason. And so, I feel like I never have cranberry dressing or cranberry sauce outside mm-hmm. of the holidays. Gotcha. I've never... I've always seen it, like, the can or they make it. Mm-hmm. I've just been like... And I actually like cranberry... I'm, I'm in honor of you on my try for Christmas because I know okay. somebody got that around. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be very passionate about this. What so what is your go to word at Popeyes? <laughs> <laughs> um, so it is the five piece ten chicken tender meal mm-hmm. with um usually an extra biscuit and um, mashed potatoes and gravy. Um, when I'm feeling spicy, I will get this five piece spicy wing combo. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually it's the chick five piece chicken tender meal. Um, don't go to the one in Bushwick. It just never tastes as good. <laughs> um, I go there all the time and every time I call Amber, I'm just like, I don't know why I keep doing it. It's, I'm a glutton for punishment. <sighs> How you fuck up Popeye's? That's not of God. <sighs> it's like, it's not as bad. It's just not amazing. Yeah. It's not as like as good as it could be. I mean, there's like. Once you've had Popeyes in New Orleans, I feel like you mm-hmm. just like even Popeyes in other cities. Like it's good, but it's not New Orleans style Popeyes. The best Popeyes I ever had is in New Orleans. I believe that. Yeah. And I've had that Popeyes. Yeah. Because that other chicken spot don't really slap like that. No offense. What, that, is there another chicken spot? We don't know that. Well, the ones that be trying to get me to go to when we drunk during Essence. Oh, the Crown. Oh, oh, you're in. Oh, New Orleans. I know. Um, okay. What's your go-to order? 
Oh, I get a two-piece, um, like the number one. I think that's the number one. Uh, two-piece, leg and thigh, dark. Classic black. Um, spicy. Shout out to dark me. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then I also get some honey for my biscuit. Because sometimes, you know, Popeye's isn't always a dry biscuit. I know we laugh about that. But sometimes it's like a good buttery biscuit. Yeah. And I do like that, like, sweetness along with the butter. It's just, I'm, I can just... Uh, and then I um, or sometimes I get mild. I know y'all gonna y'all gonna read me for mild, but I like to put Louisiana hot sauce on it um, on my dark meat. I did get I did feel a little weird internally when you said mild, but you I put know. hot sauce on it. I do put hot sauce on it. Um, oh, and then what's my side? I usually always get fries, but actually my favorite side is red beans and rice. Hits that slap like grits. Mm-hmm. Classic black. Um, mine is a five piece spicy strip combo Ooh. usually with fries if i'm high sometimes i'll get mashed potatoes with it um and for me i didn't used to love their mashed potatoes so this mm. is growth as a child i did not like it i think they would put a little too much fixing into it i was like ah kfc is basic i don't i'm that's not on my palate and i didn't know what the word palate meant then now i will fuck that micro uh that mashed potatoes up i'm so fucking dumb with the red beans and rice is cool but i gotta add a little slap your mama season a little hot sauce on it for me to take it down but that's just the Creole me, but yes. Come on, Creole. <laughs> Are you doing the next question? or I can do the next question. Um, so this is actually, we also got some questions from listeners and friends of the podcast, too. You did? How yeah. did y'all do that? Because I'm sneaky, okay? <laughs> Shit. Ah, ah. Okay, this is a question from Aaron Washington, friend of the podcast, also co-host of the Him Podcast. <laughs> Uh, what is Aaron? I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite meal you like someone to cook for you? Hmm. I feel like because Aaron, he meant the like a date kind of way, or is this? I mean, you could. It could be in a um date kind of way. It could be in your mama kind of way. Um, cooking for you. Yeah. Ain't n- nobody's cooking for me. Bitch, I cooked for you for Thanksgiving. No, I'm talking. No, I'm not talking. I, the way he, I was thinking, I was the inflection in his voice said like niggas, not you. Um, I was, I was just curious either way. <laughs> he was curious anyway. Fair. Um, the favorite. Wow, my favorite meal. I knew this was a hard one, right? I meant niggas. <laughs> I know you did. I know you did. Michael, you, uh, Michael, you got the answer. Uh, the boy thinks. Um, I guess my mom, my mom's, my mom makes fried lobster. Oh, and that is my shit. Like she don't make it often, uh-huh. but when she makes fried lobster, mm. I destroy that shit. Like it's done. One hitter, two quitter. Mm-hmm. One hitter, two quitter. Yeah, one hitter, two quitter. So fried lobster is my favorite fancy. dish for my mom. That that, that in really dr- her dressing, of course. Oh, that I want to come. You want to have some fried, fried lobster? lobster? Yes. Yeah, mom. I don't. I I feel like this is a weird thing because I every time I bring up fried lobster, people always be like, "What? I've never heard." Of First somebody. of all, no, no, I've had it. Mm-hmm. Okay, but not a lot. Mm. Oh yeah. Coin. Mom, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Jackie be finding friends who got EBT cards, and she be like, "You know, still coin." Yeah, <laughs> money on that card. Hey, come on, mo- money on that card. Amen. Shout out, shout out to my EBT listeners. <laughs> Actually, that's really good because you know what? What's funny? Shout out to Mars. Uh, he used to let me use his uh, aunt's EBT card, and we used to. And I used to be making greens and mac and cheese and like some chicken. It was nice. Real was friends nice. that you use that EBT card. Mm-hmm. 
I think my mom's macaroni and cheese, the red potatoes, and like catfish when I'm country. But <laughs> my dad is turkey legs because I'm country. No, actually, no, no, no. I take this back. Like my mom's, well, macaroni and cheese and that, but like etouffee and jambalaya mm. and my dad's gumbo. Ooh. Like that, like those, the, the, yeah, because I can, you can get some of that other stuff everywhere. That, that, that like makes me happy. Oh, and my mm. friend Ian's hot sausage. Mm. He makes the best hot sausage. Oh, really? Yes. Yes. Shout out to Ian. Shout out to Ian. If uh, I love my guy, child. So this is my guy, a good one for both of you. Which do you want to do more of in 2019 and why? Go out to eat or cook for yourself? Uh, I want to cook for myself. I feel like I'm always going out to eat and and I can cook actually. And so I really feel like it's just better to like cook for yourself. It's healthier. And uh, that's what that's actually what I want to do. I want to cook for myself more. You better say that That was a responsible amp. Amber, and since one of my goals for 2019 is to get rid of some of this debt off my back, because it's you <laughs> can talk about it. Stressful. <laughs> and she, he is on my, and it's not even, it's not an ugly ass nigga on my back. Like mm. literally, like he's just, and he's his breath smell, <laughs> and his dick is small, and he's just like <laughs> he, he don't know how to like just move it in a circle or oh, anything. He oh. don't do circular motions or anything. So I'm going to. Cook. I just learned a lot about you. <laughs> So he's just on my back and not in a good way. Um, so yes, I'm going to cook in. I want to add greens more into my my, my diet <laughs> and water. Yes, more water. Please, y'all. Please, y'all. <laughs> I've been I've I've been asking Savoy every day. Did you drink water? Have you? Eaten I drink any nothing. So so the listeners know I drink I I mostly consume water, but. The last couple of weeks, if I'm being completely honest, I have been in a funk. So I've been I've been averaging one meal a day, if that. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. And and not a lot of water. Yeah. Not so water. when we are in our funks, a lot of times we forget to drink water. But I'm small. Yes. Lost a good seven pounds. Come Skinny on. Legend. Come on. Come on. A Come word. On. But when you're feeling like that, sometimes like when you're tired and you're exhausted and you're just like, I just hate everything. Think about like how much water have I drank today, and then you probably haven't drank that much water, and so try that, and also just incorporate like some sort of green dish in your life. My, he just mentioned always eating. His new thing is to have a, something green with everything he eats, and he all hurly burly. I'm like, all right, nigga, um, I get it. I'll be healthy. I actually want to go out to eat more, but I just want to make sure I'm well compensated so I can go do that. Who's yes. he? Because you didn't, you didn't. End the, who is he? Is he the the emotional terrorist? Yeah. Oh, okay. But I should stop saying that because you never know who listen now. I'm learning. Um, that's true. I have about eight people probably listen. Not that I'm gonna hit thotting because I'm not, but you never know. You doing your thing? I do love water. I meant to. I just want to add that. I I didn't. I love water. All I drink you is not, water what's her liquor. name from City Girls? Young Miami. <laughs> oh, the flute out girl. <laughs> oh, child. The, the actual ghetto. I'm very passionate about this. Uh, what rest, one restaurant you wish NYC had but doesn't have? I, I, if I can just go for Papa Do's. <laughs> I'm really mad Papa Do's isn't here. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> this godforsaken place. Ah, ah, ah. Not this godforsaken <laughs> I can't get no good fried alligator nowhere in this city. Or no crawfish. Oh, fried alligator. By the way, I said it ain't no crawfish. Like, I miss that. Do you, do y'all have a? I'm trying to think. Yes. What? Um. Why am I forgetting the name of my fucking spot in Milwaukee? Um. Do, 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 do. Well, one, number one, raising gains. 
Oh, the yeah. chicken. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And then um, there is a spot in Milwaukee. I cannot remember right now. I don't know why because I go there every fucking time. The moment I arrive, I'm like, can we go here? And they have the best ch- chocolate Who shakes. Who in Milwaukee? I'm from Milwaukee. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> Bitch, I was meant to text you when I was there for an event. Oh, really? You could feel the racism. Ah, ah, ah. Well, Welcome I'm from to the, the Midwest. South. Welcome to the Midwest. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I forgot that. That's yeah. why you have that pleasant accent. I always think you're from Louisiana, but you don't have an accent. Because I, I went to LSU and I always yes. thought about New Orleans, yeah. I always just assume you just went to good school. That's why you didn't sound like that. <laughs> like my people. Um, I, forget you know the, I forgot the Milwaukee connection. Sorry. Ah, ah. What, so, I did go to a good. I did go to good schools, but you don't remember the chain name. The chain. I don't remember the name for some reason. It is. It is. It's literally bothering me right now. I can tell you, like, I can. I know where it's at in home, but I cannot think of it. It's gonna bother the fuck out of me. All right. Well, think about it while I say my. Okay. So for my Chicago listeners, y'all know y'all gonna feel me. I need a herald so badly in this place. And I don't want no like fucked up heralds where they do barbecue sauces like the mild sauce. Like I need no like 87th and fucking state heralds. Like I need that so fucking much, y'all. Like every day I be missing it. One time I went to go surprise my mom for her birthday. And actually the first spot that I went was Harold's. I was trying to go and I went to Chicago and I didn't make it. And I was very mad. Oh, I was so asked. Your city is beautiful. Jesus. It is a beautiful city. I, I miss it so much. I'm, but y'all need y'all chicken because everybody I met from Chicago has mentioned that place. <sighs> More I'm, than anything else. So I, I get it. I miss that a lot. I also kind of want like a Waffle House type. Mm. Like just something open like late. Imagine a Waffle House in New York. It would be so fucking ratchet. Yes. <laughs> That'd be scary. It would be, be scary. multiple because too many black people would be trying to be there all the time. It would I feel like if we had like some late night Mm-mm. like just spot that would be so. We're not going to do that here. Oh, I wouldn't mind that. And then also uh, um what is another one? A Zaxby's? Yeah. Mm. I would I wouldn't mind a Zaxby's. It's cops, by the way. It's the name. That's the name of the place. Yes. Cops. So, yes, the cops. K O P P. Oh, I thought you meant C O P S. No, like, no, we no. don't fuck with them. Here. No, no, I was no. like, I did too. I was like, no, no, K O P P apostrophe S cops. On that, that's milkshake and burger. Another perfect segue because we need to pray when you bring up the cops. So, after you finish laughing, explain to me your passion about you pray thought. Because I do remember when you first told me about it and how excited you were. And then even when we did in the back, the MTA was terrible. Fair. And you were very, like, it rightfully grouchy because you were dealing with that oppressive subway. I've been dealing with a lot of oppressive But then as soon as we started, you could tell you felt really alive. So just kind of... Um, I guess my passion for Ypres Thought is more just from the standpoint of... I when I created I just wanted to tell stories and that's kind of what I've been it's kind of grown from that to you know focus on um queer people of color and creatives black creatives and just our experiences but it really just the main the passion for it was just to tell stories tell stories that I felt like weren't being told Mm. and weren't being um I know for me personally I'm always most motivated when I hear someone's story. Mm-hmm. Like when I hear like, uh, I was here and I got here. Mm-hmm. 
and that's in any form of whether it be career or anything like that it's always like the journey i'm i'm most intrigued when someone talks about their 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 journey in a story form so um in particular i thought of like the speech that oprah did at essence and how like i played that speech literally for months while i was making the like like drafting out what i want to pray that to be so I love that Oprah inspired the thought. <laughs> Probably not as much as Gail. Mm, I think Gail's a bigger thought than they were. That's why she would appreciate him. Gail be out here. Yeah. Yeah. She be smoking weed. I've seen her out here tipping. Gail, like body, not to objectify Gail, but she I'm like, She does have body. All right, Gail. Gail got body for days. She got body. She's a thickum. <laughs> she is a big old thickum. Well, shout so out to Gail. Cute, and she got cute kids. I ain't never seen her kids, actually. Let me not get gut. Um, <laughs> I can see the thought in your eye. You've talked about how love feels like watching Love Jones with Bay and A. Marie's All I Have. What about those two projects symbolizes love to you? I am very curious about this. So break this down for me. Okay. Um. So, <laughs> child, wow, y'all really came up with some good ones. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't ready. All I Have by A. Marie is my favorite album of all time. Um. It really is from top, from beginning to end. It tells the journey of like, where you first see somebody, how you like, why don't we fall in love? Every time I see you, like, um, every time. Um, And then it kind of just goes through the journey. And even though it ends with all I have, which is basically her saying like, I've given all that I have, it's still... um, it has like this, I guess, kind of like elementary school format to it of like the idea of love. Like it's it's pure. Mm. That's the best way to describe. Like I feel like Anne Marie's album is like it's a very pure type of love. It's a love that is like it's not. Um, yeah, it's just pure. I guess that's the best way to describe it. Like it's just it's very simple. And even though it becomes unsimple throughout the album, it's still very much like, I just want to be around you. I just think that you're special. It's um, a really sweet way to talk about that. Right? Mm-hmm. So, right? An and, album. And Love Jones. Mm-hmm. And Love Jones. I think Love Jones is just the personification that sometimes love um, is difficult, mm-hmm. but it can be worth it. Um, and sometimes it's not. It's not what you think it's going to be. It's, it's always, it's going, sometimes, sometimes it is this really beautiful, romantic love story, but then sometimes it is, it's many curves and, <laughs> and stops <laughs> to get there. How has your family influenced your ideas on love? Um, Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, child, the ghetto. We uh, deep. We getting deep. Right. My family has. I think my family has taught me that just that you love is the idea of we're not perfect, but I'm gonna love the shit out of you, um, and I'm going to do my best to love you as best as I know how. And I think I've learned that 
throughout my family, I give them a lot of shit, but I, I'm finally understanding that a lot of my family just loves me the best that they knew how. Right. And sometimes that's not always um, healthy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it is the best that they knew how they did to do. And I think when my father first passed away, I was so angry at him that I just made him like this villain. And then I think as as I've grown and um, I think that was just my way of coping with the fact that he was gone. Um, <laughs> a word. But nonetheless, it was the idea of that he loved me the best he knew how. And I think I'm as I'm getting older, I look at my parents and then some of my siblings and I realize that like we're all trying to do our best. And so love to me is the idea of doing doing your best and trying to love a person from a place of goodness. We have mm. a question um, from one of your listeners, um, Vaughn. How have you changed since creating the podcast? And this is Lady Vaughn, Lady not Vaughn, the other sorry. Vaughn. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. um, come on, Lady Vaughn. Um, <laughs> how have I changed since creating the podcast? Do, do, do. I think I've changed in the standpoint of the podcast is one thing, the one thing in my life that I have not kind, I have not tried to control. It is something that really wholeheartedly, um, I have not been able to do this in other areas of my life yet, but I'm positive that I will. It's the first thing that I was just like, okay, I'm going to do it and then I'm going to let it, I'm going to let it grow organically and I'm going to let it change and shift. So that's the main thing that has kind of taught me is like, sometimes you can't, you don't have the whole thing so tight and you don't have to be so precise. Um, you can kind of let things grow organically and become what they're ultimately become what they what they should be. What's one insecurity you learn to let go of while doing the podcast? <laughs> I do not like being on this side of the situation. Um, I don't think I've let let go per se. But I think I am starting to let go of um, it's helped me let go of the ideas that I'm not enough. So you're confronting I'm, that. Yeah, I'm confronting that. And I'm, I'm, I'm realizing that I'm worthy. Um, it's helping me realize yeah. that like, oh, OK, I am worth um, being on this earth. I am. I am handsome. I am worthy of love. I am worth. I'm worthy of success. I'm mm. glad God Enjoy is getting peace. to see your inner bad bitch. <laughs> Just you know, giving me my inner Rihanna. She. How important was it for you to have a group of black gay male friends? I'm actually very curious to hear your answer because I can understand already. It was extremely important, and I think it was extremely important to me for me to find the right group of gay male black gay male friends. Also I think. difficult. <laughs> right. Um, why, why is it difficult? I think when you first move to New York, I'm sorry, Michael. What did you no, no, go, go, go. I think when you first move to New York, it's easy to get caught up in like the popularity. Like, oh, these are the the the. Especially when you're in your 20s, it's like very easy to be like, oh, these are the popular black gays, so I'm gonna hang out with. Them. I I need to be around them because that's how I'm going to establish my importance or dominance. <laughs> and then most of them people who haven't ever felt popular until Instagram, which is like, you're working with high school issues. I didn't mean to interrupt, continue, sorry. <laughs> um, but I think um, it's important, I found that it's important to find the right group. So um, shout out to um, Edwin, shout out to Danny, 
Shout out to Jai, Darrow, Kenny, my baby Brian, Trey, um, Robert. Um, I'm probably missing some girls. <laughs> but shout out to... Oh, Erica Jones, Montez. <laughs> they have... Um, they've just been so good to me. XD, even XD, like he's came into my life a little later, but I he's been... I love XD. I, mm-hmm. I love XD, like... There's something about the way XD kind of talks to you that makes you just feel seen. Like He's he, in the deal of Right, right, right. <laughs> he just makes you feel seen and loved. So shout out to all the girls who've kind of like just helped me see myself. Also, I think it's hard sometimes because um, just generationally, we're like the technically the first generation where we actually can maybe live even mm. though there's still like a certain you know and a lot mm. of us are figuring stuff out and to be frank a lot of us don't necessarily come from homes where we're accepted we're working through those spaces it's a lot of queer antagonism just mm. within that community and then you have to deal with all of these other issues so i think i mean and i'm not trying to project but i think i think a lot of us even like while shading like shade and all that stuff can be funny and mm-hmm. like, a lot of that comes from a place of hurt Mm. and so there's this thing sometimes even when you walk in the street Harlem's gay as fuck but you can walk around see another gay black guy and you not necessarily unless it's like sexual sometimes like you just think to look the other way Mm. you're worried that someone's going to you have this you guard up Mm. and then some of it is understandable because you are usually have to be defensive but the fact that we a lot of us still have to feel like we're on guard it's like competition like 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 not necessarily even knowing how to have these communities like we're kind mm-hmm. of the first of not the first but like we're the first we're I the like first that. with what the, the circumstances that we have yeah. yeah and a lot of us are kind of figuring that out too mm-hmm. for me it took a long time to make actual gay male friends yeah and I really didn't until here um, yeah and like I've had acquaintances and like hang out people but not like a core group of people that I actually Nelson um, is my only friend gay male friend that it like, can be yeah. difficult mm-hmm. especially among the people who are trying to be popular and not even not to be shady but like that's the thing some people you can tell felt the way in high school never got over that Shit. um you know work out yeah, I get it you know eko i mean i need to eat more kale looking <laughs> should i get yeah it? and i think to i think the idea like we i know for a long time when i first like the first five years of living in new york when i saw other gays i would give like almost like a mean face like yeah, yeah. i like to be like like you ain't gonna be looking at me sideways like, like you're ready you ain't get yeah, like like it's it's an immediate guard that i think sometimes we put up we just told ourselves like that we're all evil yeah <laughs> pretty much and like now as i've gotten older i'm trying to like when i see young other gays especially young ones i try to like smile yeah and I still and i still feel slightly uncomfortable because i'm like mm-hmm. i don't want them to think that like i'm trying to talk to i'm just trying to be like nice and affirm that i see yeah. you <laughs> so it's still like all these ideas and i still wrestle with that like i because yeah. i apparently have rest in bitch face in general um so <laughs> a word don't we all uh, right multiple well not mo- two you know com- comfortable straight gay black men have told me i need to chill on my rest in bitch face uh-huh. One was like, yeah, bro, like you got rest in bitch face. The other was like, nigga, stop looking like that. You like a bitch. Oh. Or you about to bitch somebody out because you look like a bitch might get you popped. But I you was know like, what I mean. I was like, you, fuck he them. Said, he said the rest in bitch face part. Yes, like, you got you, bitchy. got you. Okay. I'm very curious about this. Um, why do you choose the guests you choose for the podcast? And who is a dream guest? I choose the guests that, it, honestly, I just choose them because I feel like they have person. Like, my thing is, like, I can't have somebody on here who doesn't have a strong personality. You have a nice, eclectic mix of, yeah. like, black 
creative types of people like it's a nice mix of us and i think i also choose people based on like do they have a strong sense of self right um and that means that they might still be growing they might still be the becoming so to speak but at the end of the day they still have a a foundation of who they are so that's why it's like when i choose my guests that's why i like to think like do you have a strong foundation because i can't because i can't have you on this show talking about your journey if you ain't really like confident within your journey Hmm. like i hold like i very much like all my my shit good and bad i'm able to possess it and be like this is mine yeah my dream guest i have so many but i think the when i think of like dream 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 it's little kim and rihanna yeah yeah I feel like Little Kim would just be... (sighs) I would love to hear a conversation between you and the legendary Kimberly Jones. Right? And I feel like our praise section would be so good because I would ask her things that I feel like... She probably saved on the show and then start talking about squirting with you tonight. (laughs) Right? I'd just be like, so, like... I would love to ask her, like, how has her ideas of herself grown since, like, the beginning of, like, her career to now? Mm-hmm. like how has she how, how does she see herself now because I feel like when I think for a long time I think when I looked at Lil' Kim I saw like a lot of hurt and pain and I think I'm starting like especially in like the recent years I'm starting to feel like mm-hmm. she's kind of finally starting to be at peace with herself yeah I hope so what would you ask Brianna <sighs> yeah I think I would just want to ask her like how do you how do you get these niggas to be so fucking like shook shook and in love you, with I, you I, like you, you want that like how, do, how how what is in your pussy yeah that so you can get the pussy mom. yeah like can i get that because rihanna be having niggas like hypnotized and it just be like that's it that's a template for you yeah like i'm just like how do you do that because i want to mm-hmm. do that one day like i mean i want to keep them um, I think she discards them usually. She, yeah, she discards the either fuck out. one of them would stay. Yeah. I feel like the only one that stayed around is this like this this billionaire son. And she might get rid of him. Yeah. She probably gonna yeah. He's like well, probably on his last leg. <laughs> probably because <laughs> you know that picture where she's like <laughs> <laughs> yep right she was, pointing at him. He, he don't he yeah. can't handle that. Yeah he can't. Handle I do that. have okay so I do have something about uh, little Kim. Is this a shady question? But I kind of want to know when she looks when she looks back and she sees herself like sometimes like because i know for myself like i'm always like in my head about pictures Mm -hmm. i'm like oh i look like i look so fat or i hate that picture and then like five years later i look back and i'm like i look so cute why did i hate myself then Mm. like does she ever see pictures and she just how beautiful I am? yeah like does she see like how gorgeous that she was because how did like Cause some of the stuff I remember being a young kid and just being like fascinated by her. Like yeah. I was just like, oh my god! And I didn't really know about like sexuality, but you could feel that shit, and mm. it felt powerful, and it felt like something that you know I could attain. And so, like, does she does she see that? Is that a shady? Like, no, I don't question? think it's shady. Okay. No, I think it, it comes from a good place. Like yeah. honestly, I'm curious to know too. Like, do you ever look back? Because so many people are copying you, particularly like the stuff yes. where people copy you. Yes. And I even like, and I don't mean copy as a disparaging way, but like clearly influenced by you being yes. homage. Like, look at what you've built. Yes. Like, a lot of like 
Nikki could not exist without Kim. Mm-hmm. Cardi could not like. Yeah. Look at what you built. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. though men try to take it away from you and all this stuff, but like, do mm-hmm. you see how beautiful you were? And that for so many people, you were like a sex symbol. Yeah. I wonder if she looked like, damn, I shouldn't did all that. Because some of the surgery was great. Yeah. Yes. I like uh, no no matter what people like that era. Oh of yes. Face. Mm. That was a cute when them, face. The, the tits would sit nice. Yeah. And yes, those, those, that, that was when the titties were. It was those, the, that was a, yeah, those yeah. were the perfect size. It was just breasts. like she was like real tiny. That wasn't cute. huge, but like you did some squats now. Like yeah. you might have been yeah. cool yeah. bread dressing. Like, yeah, <laughs> it was she, a good time. She had that Betty boot butt now. Don't stab me. Ooh, yeah. No, it's okay. We won't pray about that. I, one more a question from Trey, co host of the Hymn Podcast. Come on, Trey. <laughs> What's your biggest dream for Eat, Pray, Thought? Like, what can I say? No. Um, <laughs> I think that, that that it will become. I think what I've always wanted to eat that ultimately to become is like, I feel like when I was growing up and then as we were growing up, Michael, is I don't think. I never had some I never had an idea of what it looked like to be a young black gay man. Right. And what that experience looks like. So I would like for this experience, I would like for, when it's all said and done, I would like for Ypres Thought to become like the the personification <laughs> of what um, what the experience is like being a black gay man in America. And one thing I wanted to, to give you credit for is sex is everywhere. People talk about sex all the time, but I don't necessarily think talk about intimacy in like a really smart way. Even talking about just the acts of sex actual conversation about it mm-hmm. like in a thoughtful way not just kind of i don't know squirting nuts on like over the mic i think that was the worst way but it's actually the best way to talk about the thought portion of um the evening um <laughs> you are very confident about talking about sex to say the least that's a bit of an ad lib for me <laughs> does that same confidence happen in the bedroom you that cocky about it Hold on one second. Sorry, y'all. My headphones came off <laughs> off right. these questions. Woo. <laughs> Woo, child, the ghetto. Um, I'm just now starting to be. Yes. Good for you. Um, my most recent sexual Roll experience. That dick like a soldier. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah. I actually didn't get to ride his dick. Um, unfortunately, but Next still, <laughs> but still, quality sexual experiences. Um, because I think for the first time, with the help of Amber and Darnell Moore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shout yes, out to him. shout out to him. Um, we for, for yes, for discussing intimacy, and I think for the first time, I had a sexual experience where I very much said what I wanted. So whether that be, and very much insisted that I get what I wanted. So whether that be, slap me on my ass, pull my head in, get so yeah, I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that includes fucking my mouth and talking dirty to me at the same time. Well, well, um. Uh, <laughs> One sex act you tried in 2018 and one sex act you would like to try in 2019. I'm I learning a whole lot about you. Go, I, you was ready. Go, you sucked what? I sucked my first toe. This, oh, um, a foot freak. Shout out to the, I don't necessarily, shout out to the people scamming I, selling foot photos on Instagram. You know I, 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 That's a real shout out to my foot scammers. Um, I sucked a toe. Um, Pedicure peen. It was very different. Um, but I enjoyed it. I think he enjoyed it too. He let out a, a, a moan. So, so mm. okay, it was just the big toe. You sucked his big toe. I have this visual now. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you it was enjoyed my... it just because of like it was so the f- 
this was the second time we had had a sexual interaction and the first time i kind of wanted to do it while he was e- eating my ass um I hope, he don't, I hope he doesn't listen to this episode but anyways <laughs> nobody know who it is right um so why, sucking and ass eating yeah it's a chapter in your future memoir ah, 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 ah. <laughs> a word um and i wanted to do it then but i just didn't do it um so the second time i was like i'm gonna put this toe i'm gonna put this big ass toe in my foot so what will you be trying next year penetration sex okay (laughs) because i have not been penetrated and so so very long i think i've had for a long time i've had issues around penetration and feeling safe enough to let somebody penetrate me so and um did this and I know I'm the bussy champion, but I have yeah, the bussy Amber, has not been penetrated. Amber has done a lovely job because the next question is about <laughs> bottoming. Um, <laughs> and I don't know if I'm prepared for this, but for new bottoms, what's the best way to prepare for sex? <laughs> the best way to prepare, honestly, um, it's so hard. And some of the ideas that we have around bottom are so problematic. That's um, very true. <laughs> Some of the ideas like it's rooted in misogyny. Um, the idea that like this the bottom is always supposed to be like for lack of a better word, shit happens, literally and figuratively. Like and oh. the idea No, that but just the idea that like we're supposed to not eat Oh, and no. is this the painting thing? oh no. yeah yeah we're not gonna talk about that but i'm just saying the idea that like you're not can su- we or no we can talk about it if we no. want to i've discussed right. it before but it's the idea like we're not supposed to eat that we're supposed to be good in any po- like bottoms are supposed to be good in any position and we're supposed to be able to take dick as much dick if you got 13 inches i'm supposed to take all that like no nigga i'm not taking 13 inches of dick that's a lot of fucking dick and you knock about the fuck up my insides um this sounds like a bottoms rights um, or yeah like uh, start of like legislation we teach, <laughs> we, we teach bottoms <laughs> oh god <laughs> we teach bottoms to strength themselves but i would say for the very first time because i did not do this i would say fleet just because you've never done it before so you need to make sure the, the, that you should the first time in particular you should fleet and then also play with yourself beforehand like so much of it is learning what you like and don't like. Oh, like when on Tumblr. Yeah, like literally. Rest in get peace. You, get, yeah, it's gone RB. now. Mm. Play with yourself. Put a finger up there. Put a dildo up there. Put a vibrator up there. Put something up there and find out what you like. Because I know I like circular strokes. So um, <laughs> when do you know you're ready? Because you have like struggle, uh, like penetration. When do you know you're ready for your the circular strokes? Like when... The struggler strokes have to come like after the initial insertion. Well, I, I guess when, so do, when do you know you're ready? You want a dick in you? I guess I should. Oh, when do I? When I wonder what? When do you know that dick <laughs> go in you? You talking about emotionally Mm-mm. or physically? Whatever. Uh, when you are when you want something. Oh, after you ate my ass very well and like oh, I we ain't got emotional. me too um i mean the either the, or. Oh, so physically, either, okay, physically yeah at, emotionally yeah, you, when are you emotionally um i made this, like this fucked up promise to myself no nah, i shouldn't say fucked up but i did say the next man that penetrates me is gonna be the man that i'm with like in a relationship with so i don't know why i made that rule because I, I want some dick right now but. name the last time you were a poo bitch I hate you. Oh, I hate these questions. Why did I do this to myself? <laughs> the last time I was a poo bitch. 
ever what, what, what you, oh i wasn't gonna say when the last time when, you were when, a poo when, bitch. when was the last time you really felt what oh did, my god was was this for was, me for my mm-hmm. i okay this is you really want me to answer that yeah when do you think <sighs> okay all right so for everyone um a poop bitch is when someone is desperate or clingy or dickmatized. Um, Say it. <laughs> okay. So for, I feel, <laughs> wow, you put me on the spot. For the last time you were or the last time I was? No, the last time I was. It wasn't your opinion. In your opinion. This last person. Really? Mm-hmm. I feel like I wasn't a poo bitch. You weren't a poo bitch. Okay, so I feel like it wasn't like desperate, but I feel like there were ways when you were forcing things that felt like desperation. This is very intimate to watch. And you know what? I feel like I feel like listeners, when you're forcing relationships and you're trying to control it, you're desperate to have something, mm. and oh, you. Sometimes that person's not gonna be able to give it to you. Sometimes they will, but like, just let it flow, let it be easy. And I think, and I, and I hate sometimes. I, I love the question, poo bitch, but like, I don't think there's anything. I don't th- necessarily think that there's anything wrong with being a poo bitch. <laughs> um, I think everybody can mm-hmm. be a poo bitch and has been, and it's just about learning and working through those things. And I think what's really important, what I would like to see in you and your next relationship is when you are actually like at peace with yourself and not like trying to like force every single situation. Like this podcast, you talked about that. Like you were like, this is the first time I don't control anything and look how dope it's gotten. Look how mm-hmm. great it's been. And like, you are wonderful. Oh, <laughs> thank right? you, thank you. Um, and that's my friend. <laughs> and I feel like your relationship, your next relationship, where you're not forcing it, where you're not trying to control it, is going to be just as dope. And they're going to see you, you know, mm-hmm. because I feel like you, you feel like nobody sees you, but like everybody thinks you are the fucking shit. This is why we're doing this fucking episode. So <laughs> know that. Um, but that's that's one I would, I would yeah. say. I think I don't necessarily feel like I was a poo bitch per se. Mm-hmm. I think what I was in this last situation was I was trying to be perfect. I felt like I think my poo bitch a lot of times comes from my need to I feel the need. I get so impulsive that I just do everything in my control to try to make it right. And I think I did the almost the opposite. So I kind of get where Amber is saying is that I tried to like not be as impulsive. I tried not. To, I tried to go with the flow, but ultimately I wasn't doing things that actually worked for me and were giving me what I needed. But I tried to make it work so that it would essentially work instead of realizing like mm, this is a great person. And I will not say that he's not a great person, but I think ultimately, like, there were things that I needed that he could not provide. And I I was just so hell-bent on the idea of making it work that I didn't request. I didn't start requesting until the very end that I get what I actually need. And then mm-hmm. when I did request, he told me he couldn't give it to me. Mm-hmm. So the, the whole time you say working, I start saying it working, me keep going working man yes kelly roller version oh no i'm in quavo working me <sighs> working me oh, I'm sorry. That's you're such it. a fucking bird yes and that's why we're now doing bird confessions 
These, will, these ah. will be rapid fire questions. So um, they're also new. Oh, come on, new rapid fire. <laughs> Do, I'm come on. If you weren't a flamingo, what kind of bird would you be? An eagle. Favorite thought bot. Favorite thought bot. That's a hard one. Ooh. So there's a song by Phil Mob. <laughs> Vintage. Right? Um, classics. It is a song by Phil Mob and it's called Baby Bend Over. It starts, it goes by, it's produced by Polo Don and it goes like this. I used to have a girl till I met you. I bet all the niggas stress you. Now baby bend over. Now baby bend over. Oh, I've heard that. Way too pretty and you're thick too. I never disrespect you. Now baby bend over. I know that part. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful actually. <laughs> yeah. That's one of my favorite songs. That's one of my favorite thigh bops. I was like, yes. I'll never disrespect you. Come on. Applauding you, affirming <laughs> you. Yeah. Right. You I'll over. never disrespect you. Way too pretty and you're thick too. Ooh. Where you live in, Miami, Atlanta, or LA? Miami. White Christmas tree or green Christmas tree? Green. Partner in Scam, way. JT from the City Girls, the Claremont Twins, or Black China? <sighs> Damn, that's a difficult one. Not JT. Because um, she in jail. Um, I'm the Cla- one of the Claremont Twins about to be in jail, too. Well, I'm going to say black china but a very the, without the, the white nishes when when she when yeah. she first got when rob got her when she first started fucking with rob because that was a great time it was i feel like she fucked the bag up eventually mm-hmm. but that t- period of time where she was fucking rob and then she got pregnant by him that was a beautiful time she that was did. like that was the scam of all not scams. even a rap career won't work shows a <laughs> career actor social media influencer or model actor the shade room posts a pic of you giving oral sex to a famous rapper. Whose dick do you have in your mouth? The Game Safari Young M.A. Ooh. You know what? I... Ah, 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 ah. I don't... I fucking hate Amber. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Um, <laughs> the Game. I feel like Ooh. the Game... I feel like the Game has the thickest of the dicks. Um, And I also feel like that would be the one I'd be like... I feel like I might, I might not look as good f- sucking Safari stick because I feel like I'll be crying a lot. Why would you be crying? Because I when I when when a dick is really big or like really really I like I get very like my nose start running my eyes. No, it's, we don't. I'm not, we don't I'm not, want that. You put, you I'm put, not pretty, so I feel like the game will be a little more like okay. I'm a little cuter. Plus, it's still a good dick. I don't want you bleeding and whatever. Um, <laughs> would, would you rather make out with Bay under the mistletoe or at midnight of the new on the new year? Midnight of the new year. Which couple you having a threesome with? Iman and Tiana, Tiny and Ti, Will and Jada. Well, Cardi and Offset, but rest in peace. Yeah. R.I.P. Um, they still might give you a threesome though, they, so I, yeah. they're a viable. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Fair. That's um, why I put them there. I was like, yeah, they, they could. Still, yeah. Um, definitely mine and Tiana. I think they both have just like very... Probably the most open to it too. They have Alleg- very... Like, allegedly. I feel like they would mix... <laughs> their energies are very much like 
like she has a very much feminine and masculine energy and he has the same it's very much like a feminine masculine in both of them you want your thought and like spiritual energies to yeah <laughs> like literally and i feel like they would yeah, yes i feel like that they would literally give me the most like i'd be like i feel like tiana would make to make sure she would take care of me like she would literally like while while i'm sucking mom's dick and my tears are coming out of my eyes and my nose is running she would wipe it off for me to make sure trey oh. songs with chris brown for dick just in general oh trey songs all the way i've never fucked with chris brown i'm sorry which one of you are you letting do your biopic tyler perry or lee daniels Lee Daniels, but mm-hmm. I swear to God, if you pick Jesse to play me, I'm gonna fuck you. <laughs> Not because Jesse's a bad actor, but I don't look shit like that nigga. Pure pills are fleet. Ah, 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 ah. Um, I don't do pure for men yet. Um, I do fleet. Um, I'm gonna try pure for men once I start having sex. So you again. take a pill. Is that how that works? So basically, Pure for Man really just helps you, from what I understand, from pe- what people have told me, it makes you just more regular. I was going to say, I, I'm a, you clearly I'm a terrible gamer. Like, I just show yeah. up and the one well, you, I want my dick wet is like here. You, per, you, per, then, you like, predominantly like, on top, so. Nah, I don't let anything in me. It doesn't feel right. Yeah. So mm. I wrote about that already. I'm done. I, I retired a decade ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for me. You gotta know what you gotta know what's good what, what uses. You, one poke, one that you're like, oh, not for me. Nope. Do you take a finger though? Will you do less? Oh wow. Uh, <laughs> I'm, look, I had to add. Yeah. Hmm. I fingered my first butt this year too. That's one thing I did this year. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as bad as I thought. I am already worried about this. Uh, no, <laughs> not a finger. That's so funny. <laughs> it was more like the half of a finger. But it was Just good. a little. Yeah. And he moaned why I did it, so. Well, all of our hot spots are there. That is, yeah. that is science. Mm-hmm. Amen. But 13 inches, God bless you and your people. <laughs> I would never. I, I clearly would never. Eight. Eight and girthy, please. Zaddy of the week. Oh, did, yeah. I, did, did I get it right or no? Zaddy? No. It is Zaddy. But Zaddy of the year. Oh, Zaddy of the year. Sorry, I, oh. yeah, I changed it. Oh, Zaddy of the year. I'm mm. stumped. Um, oh, <laughs> oh, Zaddy of the year. Zaddy, who is a man? Who is a man, man? Oh, I have my Zaddy of the year already. Okay, who? Mine is LeBron James. I've brought this up before. Ah, ah. I fucking love LeBron like so so much. I An feel extra like extra value meal. Yes, he's he's fine. come on extra. <laughs> He's fine, but I feel like his just what he's been doing for the black community is just so special. I love his relationship with his family. I just like love like he also was one of like the first black men to even like acknowledge black trans women on his Instagram. Yeah, that's I remember early in the year. I I just I just and unlike (sighs) some people, Mm. he has tried to actually. Uh, make up for maybe his slight nares like language Kevin Hart like, uh, because LeBron actually means it um, yeah I feel like he's just like a. I feel like he's someone who's like open to learning and also just like really cares about the community and really just like cares about his position and knows the type of position yeah. that he has and wants to use his power in like a really like positive way and I just I appreciate that 
And I, I just, I loved uh, what he does with his production company. Like I agree with everything, but um, his mm-hmm. production company, like all these things he made, like Survivor's Remorse was such a good show. And mm-hmm. to actually see a black lesbian like that way, mm-hmm. like just being human, like people I know, was yeah. really call me LeBron. I don't want no problems with Savannah, even though you fine, but or you, but Please. call me about the Hollywood stuff. Oh, Savoy, call, yeah, who's call. that idea? Having a really difficult time with this. Like, um, who was like somebody that you were just like, you just kept going to? That was the one. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> the first man I've I've had as a, as a screensaver in my adulthood, Ty Dollar Sign. I love Ty. I have <laughs> gone. Me and Ty have been going back and forth since 2014. In terms of my love for him, oh. um, I've met Ty and been super fucking uncomfortable um, because I'm like, I have to be a professional in this moment. But you really want to like throw it out on Like, exactly. <laughs> um, so, and, and it was funny because I, I could sense that Ty knew yes. I was uncomfortable. So he made a point to introduce himself. Like, I see you. And I'm oh, like, Oh, that's a stand up guy. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, I was trying to ignore him. Like, I'm not going to speak right now. Cause I, my pussy is all the way wet. And Ty was like, Yo, what up, bro? I'm Ty. And I was like, I mean, Oh, I actually really appreciate that. Yeah. No, he's, no, Ty he's is. Also, straight man, you never know how they could. No, Ty to me is very, seems very open. Like, he seems a little more open minded. He gives that. Yeah. No, I see. That's dope of him. You should throw him on twice just for that. Yeah. Um, and I also feel like Ty got the perfect, like, he gonna have a nice girthy, but not too long penis, but, like, perfect length. You are like the dick whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your zaddy of the week, Michael? Or zaddy uh, of the year? I thought I would have a better answer. I, I keep saying Odell mm-hmm. Beckham. That's a good one. I wish he did more squats, but, like, Odell Beckham is fine as fuck and he dances so in my mind like you know I love my morning jigs so if I do <laughs> you see yourself yes so <laughs> me and Odell and Loki maybe we can just no I wanna just fuck Odell um we'll figure it out we can negotiate but in my mind we wake up every morning bopping that's so sweet like I that's I want that I want that for you too me I too. do Shit, I want that for me too. That's the Louisiana man. You know, I said it the real country way. Oh, well, yeah. I don't um, know. Because Frank Ocean don't want me. Trey Songs is. I will say Trey Songs used to be my center. Um, Trey is beautiful. That is, he's sexy Tommy Davidson. Yes. Yeah. He Wait, looks like Tommy Davidson, that. but <laughs> like if Tommy Davidson looked like actually somebody Tommy. you'd want to fuck. Like he's he's like built, when he was skinny he looked like Tommy Davidson. Okay, he put yeah, some no, weight on. No. Now he's like slim swole. My friend fucked him. I'm not gonna. I say have who. a few friends that have fucked him. Yeah, they've all had a good time. Yeah, they. She yeah, had I, a good I know too. I know. I heard his dick is. It's huge. They huge. all they all say his dick is big. They are well. I got. This is funny. I was talking about his ass, and somebody's like, Trey got ass. There used to be a site called Underneath the Stars that would always just show you, like, the asses of, like, famous athletes of famous men. Ha, 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 ha. What made Ooh, me feel better, is that when I said this? Because I've never said this shit. I love this is a signal. My friend knew what I was talking about. He was like, oh, my God. I used to go to that site, too. And then we bonded. It's gone? I hate you. Um, I hate you so much. 
I think it's still up. No, and it's like underneath the stars with a Z. So do you stars only like? So do you only like fat asses? Not only because Odell don't got a fat ass. If I really so here's a, okay. So my thing is like I'm horny all the time, but I come from a, a place word. of suppression. And like in the book, like when I try to be a hoe, like I ended up with like flea bites or some shit. Like so, I'm just. I ended up with chlamydia. So I could fuck. I could fuck <laughs> every Anaria, day. Probably do nasty shit every day, all day, but. I can also check out, but I tend to be, this is a, the Mariah Carey ballad in me. I tend to actually, if I find myself actually into you, sex can wait. If I know you're going to, I don't care. I'd rather just be like, you be disposable. I don't have to deal with you no more. Cause that's what you were. You were a mouthful. You were like, Oh, you were whatever. Mm-hmm. But more of me is like the actual, like, I like you type, except I don't have a man. So, but oh, you know, sometimes, and that's when you end up having to do some shit in the meanwhile. So, but 2019, we gonna have man, if yeah. we want them, if if it makes sense. Be nice to have a little yeah. little boo thing or something. Yeah, and that, I've for never, me, not I've be a never boo had bitch. an actual <laughs> boyfriend. I've only had one, and he was I was 22, 23, so I don't know. Start up. Oh, I I'm ready for this bad bitch Hall of Fame. Who is the bad bitch that deserves her flowers? I, bad bitch of the year. Who bad yeah. bitch of the year? Yes. Um, it's always gonna be Riri for me. Um. I am waiting for the album. Yes. Um, if I don't get the album in 2019, I'm going to fight you. Um, we waited long enough. Yeah, I waited long enough. I've, I, you know, I've, I've listened to Anti 20 million times. So I just think that Rihanna's the baddest. Like I just think that there's a, there's a level. Her, she's so authentic and so her that there's just a level of just like. I want to be that sure of myself one day. Because I feel like Rihanna is very much, she knows who she is and who she isn't. Yeah. And she don't give a fuck about who she isn't. And that's why you got to fucking love Riri. Riri like, you know what? I can't hit these high notes, so I'm going to do this. <laughs> like, or, I, like, and that's not shady, but that's just like. She's fascinated she, me, though, because she can hit them sometimes and she just don't care. Mm-hmm. And when she do hit them, it's kind of like, a, for instance, Riri's. So Riri has one song that I feel like is her version of um, "Be Without You, Babe" by Mary, and that is "Diamonds." Whenever mm-hmm. Riri does "Diamonds," she like goes into like this gospel-like state, and she be hitting the "We're Beautiful," "Shine Bright Like a Diamond." Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. just like, yes, come on, fuck it up, Riri. She, so whenever she does "Diamonds," I'm just she like, she loves fuck it "Love up. on the Brain" too. That's yeah. her new one, but still, it still don't have. There's a, there's a. She feels no, diamonds. She loves, no, she does love mm-hmm. diamonds. Like she be feeling that in her spirit. I just be like, I never forget that one time when she had the pins in her head at the American Music Awards, oh, and yeah. that bitch whooped that shoulder, shine bright like a diamond. <laughs> she did feel like shine bright like a diamond. Yeah, Riri. For me, the bad bitch every year is Beyonce. Uh, Damn, I love you, Houston. Yeah, Beachella. I'm on mm. it. Uh, I was thinking about this. Uh, the year I actually have two, but um, one's famous. Uh, Serena Williams actually. Uh, oh, she yes. got married. She had a child. Was that this year? Was Alexis born this year? I, think, I don't know. I think the year. Is the year yeah, I think they all maybe, came like at the end of twenty seventeen. Right in twenty seventeen, yeah. but. Yeah. I think we found out that she had like birth complications. Right, right, right. Um, and then like I just feel like she's just 
I just love her. I think greatest she's living just, athlete. I love her absolutely, and I don't really think that she gets as much shine as. I mean, she definitely gets a lot of shine, but she doesn't get as much shine as like the greatest athlete of all time. Yeah. And um, LeBron also acknowledges that. That's why I love him. Um, and then the other one is actually my mom. Oh, uh, because yes, shout out my Scorpio divas. Yeah, and my mom and I. Okay, my mom is a Scorpio, so she's rough. Uh, you gonna get you gonna get she no she's for real rough she's just like a kind of hard and not as like emotional and you know i'm kind of an emotional person and so i don't think she'd be like why are you crying about shit but i feel like our relationship has really grown this year and i feel like things that i was like scared to talk to her about before i just am like i need to call my mama for this you know and i just i'm really grateful for that and i'm just like i think before when i was younger i was just like oh my mom gets on my nerves but i just feel like i just look up to her so much and i just see so much strength and i'm just like how does she deal with my father you know i mean i love my dad but i'm just like whoo child the ghetto and uh, (laughs) (laughs) i I, i'm just grateful for our relationship so my mom for i love that bad bitch hall of fame yeah I am really, really glad that you all invited me. Yes. This was a lot of fun to actually interview you. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you for coming. Who's doing the Bussy Pep song? Oh, we're not, we're, not, we're not done, done. Um, okay. So we are, I also, because I, I'm sneaky, I also asked some listeners like to thank you too for Aww. the end of the year. Um, and just say some nice things to you. I just wanted to make you uncomfortable because I know you would be. Um, <laughs> this is like a beautiful troll. <laughs> How beautiful. Come okay. Um, this is actually from Kings with Kiki. Shout out to her. She's dope as fuck. Um, she wanted to just let you know that she absolutely loves you and that she's such a huge fan of the show. I love the dynamic of Eat, Pray, Thought and the growth of Savoy and his openness. I look forward to the show continuing to flourish and that infectious, legendary laugh. Come on. Shout out to, shout out to Kiki. Ha ha! Um... I also have fun fact about my laugh because that is a fun fact. I did not originally laugh like this. Um, this <laughs> happened. I did. I did. <laughs> the evolution of Chuckle. What no. Okay. So one day I jokingly like laughed like Count Dracula. And everybody like laughed at it in class <laughs> in high school. I was it was say, my your, junior year. Your high laugh school. is dramatic. Yeah. yeah. And one. I junior year high school, somebody laughed at it. Was like that? Do you really laugh like that? And I was like. Yes, <laughs> and then I just trained myself how to, to to laugh like this. So now this is like my real laugh. That's so funny. That's but it was not before that. It was not. And if you really make me laugh, laugh, you know that my laugh is actually very like when I like. I'm by like on the verge of tears. I'm is a silent laugh. I can't actually get any. Yeah, you do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is funny. But my go-to, my regular laugh is now this. But I've trained myself. That is so funny that you curated your laugh. Okay. Right? Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm the scissor of laughs. Um, okay. Uh, this is also from IMP Ryan. I might be saying your uh, Twitter name wrong. Um, but he says, 
Okay, so first I want to thank Savoy for putting his voice out in the podcast sphere. I'm 27 and I'm trying to start my thought phase and y'all's show really encourages me to step into my bussy power. Hashtag bussy mentorship. So bussy mentorship. <laughs> oh my God. Ah, 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 I, love ah, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bussy mentorship. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and last one is a little bit more general. Uh, she said, this is from at best underscore lips ever. Uh, she says, I'm from the Midwest and I'm proud of you guys. When y'all were talking about pizza puffs on the show, I was so happy to be listening. The episodes with Jade and Cuddy were so good. The questions were on point. I follow both of them and found the interviews informative. Keep up the good work and come to the city to do a live show. Love y'all. Yeah. Bow, bow, yeah. Bow. So, you are loved, Savoy. We Thanks. love you. Yes, we are, you are grateful for Eat, I've Pray, Thought. I've never doubted Thought. that I was loved. Yes, we are grateful for Eat, Pray, Thought and all that you do because, um, I don't know, you just don't hear some of the questions and hear some of the conversations for black creatives, black queer people, black trans folks. Like, it's, I mean, what you're doing is legendary and we are grateful for your creation. Um, yes, you have a very specific voice, and I'm glad that it's out in the world. Yes, and I'm happy to have even been a little small part of it. Thank yes. you. I'm happy that you. I'm happy that both of y'all have been a, a part of this journey. Um, and Michael, do you have good bussy vibes or um <laughs> <laughs> to leave us off with a quote an antidote? Oh no, I feel like that's um that's more like Cicely Tyson. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what. I guess this is to quote him. See, never let whole ass niggas ride. <sighs> a word. A word. <laughs> a word. A blessing. Um, this is on my computer. I probably I probably got this from Twitter somehow. So if I I stole this, I'm sorry, y'all. But um, my quote is: People romanticize their plans, but dread the execution. The magic you're looking for is in the work you're avoiding. So in 2019, we ain't avoiding that work. We getting that magic, and yeah. Amen. Amen. Um. Also, again, Michael. Thank you. We love you. We love y'all. Thank You're you. A legend. Legend speaking to legends. Um, and make sure y'all follow us on Twitter, Instagram, all that. Um, eat pray thought at eat pray thought on Twitter at eat pray thought with an O on Instagram because Instagram some hating ass hoes. Oh zero zero. Oh zero oh zero yeah damn. Uh, <laughs> I don't do this part y'all. Um, <laughs> And then make sure you listen to us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play. Also, like, okay, so rate us, subscribe, write a review, you know, do all that good stuff to show advertisers that we <laughs> that we have engaged listeners. And I know we, that we do. So, um, yeah, that's all I got. You got anything to say? Um, thank y'all. Um... Y'all really ask good questions. Um, what you think we was going to do? I don't know. I, just, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I did not think y'all was going to ask great questions. <laughs> I just thought that I, it was very, like, I wasn't expecting to actually, I actually didn't have no answers. Um, <laughs> thank y'all. Thanks. Thank y'all. But also thank the listeners. Y'all have, um, y'all have been witness to the journey. Yeah. And y'all keep supporting. And y'all keep encouraging me. And I thank y'all for that. 
Yes. Also, make sure to buy Michael's book. It's fucking funny. It's fucking great. I appreciate great. that. Yes. It's, like, it's Christmas time. Yes. It's a perfect gift. Buy for the relative you've clocked or the fact that you've clocked a relative and you ain't been that supportive. Or if you just like, I mean, you ain't got to be a gay to get it. But yes, thank you. That's actually a really good idea. Mm-hmm. No, people have started telling me that themselves. Like, they've, they've bought the book um, because they, like... A mom actually emailed me. Mm-hmm. She said, I think it's, or she tweeted. She's like, I think it's too young for my son, but I've allowed, to, I decided to let him read it. And it's made him feel so much better about himself. We can talk about it, which that kind mm. of stuff is like amazing. How old was he? Did you ask her? I believe he was a teenager. I found out like teenagers are reading my book, which kind of like, it's um, teenagers, seven year old white people. They love me. Shout out to PBS <laughs> and NPR. Um, <laughs> folks who don't really love to read but like the audio book is out there i get it um <laughs> i'm paperback toys so i'm cheap happy holidays but appreciate the plug <laughs> i, I, I hate him for paperback got, toy, yeah. this, the, uh, i sold a second book but this first book ain't done it's a lot more to come i'd be happy to announce it soon but yes keep on please yes 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 and where can we follow you Michael? i am young spelt the regular way not the rapper way unfortunately uh, cynic that is s-i-n-i-c-k so that is the ignorant way but yes that's my rap name if i ever decide to finally be um the black donald glover and release mm, a mixtape mm. okay mm. but you you date black men i do date black mm, men. okay it was so funny about him so i know real quick i know he i know one black girl he dated really? a while back but let me shut up wait I people hear stuff is she a darkie no but sorry not like <laughs> Not like ha 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 yellow. Okay. Caramel. More like that kind of um, not a red bone kind. Not yet, like orange, as like they would say. Like that's how when I ask Monday, like orange, what okay. like orange. Yeah, the mm, I know the orange. Color. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, that's that's valid. Definitely black though. I don't know when what went left, but yes. I mean, he probably went left. No. Oh boy, you know. Oh, blacks, I have not. Blacks give me trouble in New York. You understand? <sighs> That's why I be going to like the people that ordered the pig feet in Spanish. That they don't want to respond to me. Let me. <sighs> Anyways, love it. Thank you. Rest know in peace, live Marina. <laughs> love y'all so much. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa for you know yes. pro black folks. Uh, and uh, enjoy your holidays. I hope y'all like this episode. Bye. Bye.